Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS number 328358. Introducing Mortgage Matters. This is a great time to go buy a house. This is when the real estate fortunes are made. A show dedicated to helping you navigate the challenging and ever-changing financial and real estate landscape. Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac were put into conservatorship in 2008 and continue to dominate the mortgage market. The mortgage now market. your host, the mortgage experts from Central Coast Lending. That's because the election has changed mortgage rates dramatically. Broadcasting from the KVEC News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 studios in San Luis Obispo. Well, economy are you talking about talking it's about, time talking for about. mortgage matters mortgage matters mortgage matters All right. Hello, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to Mortgage Matters. Thank you for the Motor Mouths fans sticking around for our show. Saturday morning, February 15th. And if you played your card right last night, you're having a wonderful breakfast with coffee this morning. <laughs> Except for us, we're all in here doing what we got to do. We're having coffee nonetheless. Yeah. Enjoying what's become a uh, a real significant part of the work week for us mortgage dudes. So we got, that's Mike Points, goddamn Podesta. It's a little trio here this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, wow. How's the week going, you guys? Couldn't be busier. How about you, Mike? I'm doing well. <laughs> yeah, I uh, put my wife to bed about three times this last week and stayed up. And now I don't even care anymore. Now I'm just like pressing send. I used to be like, I'm going to have this go out at 7 a.m. Oh. Now I'm just like. There's a feature in Outlook where you can do that. You yeah, it's delayed, email delayed delivery. Yeah. Now, I like to delay them until like 2 o'clock in the morning so people think, man, this guy just works hard. That's just me this last week, baby. <laughs> I was the guy pressing send. I've had, I had many a, many a days recently with the good long hours and... Um, you know, when my wife's watching Bachelor, I've got the laptop in the lap. And are you guys watching Bachelor? Um, no, it's definitely on in my household. <laughs> are you working during it? You know, I, I'm doing things. I'm uh, well, I'm not I'm, opposed to it. I just never really watch it. My wife looks over at me and says something like, "Are you are are you working?" And you know, to be honest, sometimes I'm doing Craigslist or whatever. I'm a big Craigslist That's fan. That's for you. Scouring the Craigslist, but uh, usually I am working. And um, she's like, "What are you? Why are you working?" And I'm like, uh, "Well, this it's now or in the morning, and it yeah. feels like the right thing to do is just to um, get it going, make it happen, That's clear it. the plate for what shows up in the morning." I always take a little break. You know, I always like walk the dogs. I like break away from the desk for a good three, four hours. But then when you go back at nighttime, anyone that's listening, that's like a CPA, maybe this time of year or an attorney, those hours at night are so precious because it's like no interruption, right? I want to listen to all of Beethoven's third opus and I want to <laughs> just get this thing done. <laughs> and you're just like firing through emails that normally would take you like all day to read because someone's trying to get your attention or you're looking at this or a text comes in. Yeah, I try to do those little fixes, those little things that are just nagging at me that I know I need to get done. And they're they're floating in the inbox. You know, as you guys know, when, when you're working on loans, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that doesn't involve the borrower 
things you just got to update the lock desk or or get something going on and so those are easy to let yeah you're over there like omaha omaha yeah call it audible hot route nobody can see hot route looking left and float down float down rate (laughs) uh so yeah anyhow i i've been busy and uh man the whole company is back to this position of um just lots of incoming business these interest rates are so low um it's so good that uh it's sort of like you know it's almost like fish jumping in the boat again it's happening about every seven to nine months it's weird right and i and i'm not i'm you know people are getting on the phone with me that just purchased in july of 2019 and i'm saving them four hundred dollars a month you know like yeah. and their and and we quoted their you know their property taxes higher so now the property taxes adjusted a little bit they've had that nice supplemental tax come in that's been paid and it's like hey here's the real deal that you should have got in july yeah i'm going i'm going through the worksheet right now of just figuring out all those people that we need to reach out to and uh contact for those reasons hey Interest rates a half point lower. And and man, I'd say those people that, that closed sometime in the first half of last year, it's about a half a point. And there are some of them that are a little bit higher. And, you know, the ones that are really, really successful that feel amazing are the people that did cash out. Sure. Six or eight months ago. Because a lot of people don't realize that a cash out refinance uh, where you're taking equity out of your home, that goes with a higher interest rate typically. Unless you have a ton of equity, usually you're going to get some price adjustment that translates over into a slightly higher interest rate. So people that are, um, you know, that rolled in a second or did home improvement or did debt consolidation. I had one guy who he took out $50,000 for his son for med school. And it was just, well, the student loans are higher and and more of a pain in the booty and $50,000 onto my mortgage makes a difference of, you know, 250 bucks a month. And at these good low fixed rates, it just was the way to do it. And so we go back and um, any of those cash out people is huge. Um, FHA people, if you have an FHA loan where you're on that path of, life of loan mortgage insurance yeah we're always looking for the exit from that freeway yep try to get somebody out of that mortgage insurance um and into something that's just cheaper and a better option for them uh if you're listening and you're like hey i have an fh lane fha loan is this guy talking to me i'm talking to you your mortgage insurance factor is usually 0.85 percent which, and you got that invisible monkey on your back that's called PMI. Well, not only that, but... Uh, He's so just going around everywhere insurance. with you. You used to do insurance, um, and uh, insurance is one of those things gives me heartburn. It's um, a especially r- where, racket. Well, and I don't mean to insult anyone. No, I think but, it's a great profession to advise people about their risk, but when the insurance carrier gets involved of paying right. out... So insurance is great when you need it. But mortgage insurance, you're never the beneficiary of this. It's a fee that you're paying. And if you ever really have the significant problem, there's no help there for you with your mortgage insurance. That is for FHA or for, you know, whatever servicer has your conventional loan or VA or whatever. I'm laughing that you're saying this. I got a story when you're done. Ah. So great. But yeah, so anyhow, FHA mortgage insurance is typically 0.85% of the loan balance and conventional mortgage insurance can be, you know, depending on your equity, 
I think the lowest rates I ever see are like 0.15%, but it's not uncommon for it to be 0.4. That's about a normal range for somebody with a reasonable credit score. 10% equity. Yeah. And so oftentimes we can just get you out of one of those bucket where you're, you move off of the life of loan mortgage insurance path into one where not only do you get a reduction, but there's an end in sight. And so oftentimes we're, um, Help trying to help people, but the problem is um, if your FHA interest rate is lower than your would-be conventional interest rate, then the interest you save by way of mortgage insurance is sort of a wash, right? But see, that's my favorite presentation to show because you look at, okay, let's say, let's play this out, okay? Interest, this mortgage insurance is, if it's FHA, you had to have 10% down for it to fall off in 11 years. So let's just assume in the beginning, correct. Up when front. you bought the house, and most of the why time, why would you get an FHA loan if you had ten percent? Because you had a hiccup. Yeah, you had a bankruptcy, bankruptcy three years major ago. Major seasoning, right? Something that was hurting right. you. So, so I, I see the theme of this show here. It's, it's quickly <laughs> unfolding to me. We're <laughs> we're talking about episode? refinances, and I I get it. Rates are low. Rates are about as low as they've ever been, aside from the hopefully once in a lifetime uh, housing crisis that we've already experienced. So that we've checked that one off for our lifetime. Hopefully we don't see that again. Um, so let's, you know, we're, we're talking about a lot of different loan programs and a lot of different opportunities to refinance. Let's try to segment these a little bit here. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about the conventional loan. It's yeah. the most common type of loan is the conventional loan. Um, you know, we're talking about the mortgage insurance. It's it. If you're in that, area. Um, if you bought with, you know, 5% down, 10% down, something less than 20% down, you have mortgage insurance. One thing that we ran into today as we were consulting with, or not today, but this past week, as we were consulting with clients was some people, one of the advantages of conventional mortgage insurance is that you don't have to refinance to get out of it. That's right. But what you do have to do is you have to appeal to your servicer to have it removed. Yeah, that's right. Now, even if you're still in a position where you would need mortgage insurance, but maybe it's at a reduced rate, the question came up, will the servicer even consider lowering your mortgage insurance if it's evident that you've fallen from one loan-to-value bucket to a lower bucket? So a modification of just the MI, but keep the note in place. Right. So that was something that came up because, you know, that can be a consideration when deciding whether or not to refinance if you still need mortgage insurance, but maybe at a lower level. If you do a refi, you'll absolutely be able to get the the new lower level of mortgage insurance, which will save you money in addition to the nice lower interest rate that you can get today. Um, what we found doing a little research was that the mortgage insurance co- or the uh, servicers are very unlikely to to reduce your mortgage insurance bucket. You either are going to continue paying the mortgage insurance if you need to have mortgage insurance, or if they've determined that you no longer need it, then they'll remove it. But there's no real middle ground there. Well, make no mistake, that mortgage insurance is going into a risk pool actuaries create that rate based on the FICO score, right, Jay, and the equity in the property. And so if there's more than one borrower now, we're seeing you get a little bit of a deduction in your mortgage insurance rate because you're able to hedge, like only one borrower gets laid off, the other one doesn't, et cetera, et cetera. But if you were to pause in time and remove that one little chip, that one mortgage insurance policy and put it in another bucket, 
now the risk pool gets weaker. <clears throat> so it gets, it's an algorithm. It's a, it's a regression to the mean. You know, if they get enough of these units, they can cover all the payments back to the banks on those loans that fail. So to be able to move that someone midterm, it's just not fair to the insurance carrier, which I know everyone hates me saying out loud, but it, it really isn't. You'd have to redo it. You'd have to say, okay, now that risk class got weaker, but this one got better. Yeah. Well, another, we thing, to sell that, a new another policy. thing you have to remember too, is that there are, I think now we're up to seven. There are seven approved mortgage insurance companies that are approved at a federal level to be able to offer mortgage insurance for loans that end up, you know, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, insecurities. And there are some federal laws that govern when you have to terminate mortgage insurance. And, you know, in the letter of the law, there's a little bit the of carrier. ambiguity in yeah. it. But, um, yeah, well, okay, so first point is the mortgage insurance company – they're providing the policy or they're not. If they're providing the policy and they were required to in the beginning, they'll cancel it whenever the servicer says, you're off the hook. And I yep. think they're thrilled to be able to cancel it. The mortgage insurance company is, right? Because they've made their premium. Oh, that's their perfect exposure time. is done. That's the perfect time for that. They've made their money. They move on. From a servicing perspective, whether or not you own the collateral to the loan um, you may or may not decide to allow that client out of the mortgage insurance. Um, and unfortunately, there's a little bit of discretion that's left there, right? Um, and, and we see different servicers handle this a little bit differently. The law says that when you can prove that you have um, a 78% loan to value, in other words, you have 22% equity, um, if you can prove that, then they have to let you out of it. However, here's the ambiguity. The law says if you haven't been late on your mortgage in the last 24 months. Yeah. So sometimes we see servicers that pull up and say, hey, well, the bummer is you've only had your loan for 14 months and you, yes, you were an 85% loan to value when you got your mortgage insurance. And while it may be true that you have the equity, you've not been on time for 24 months only because you haven't even had your loan for 24 months. So they'll... They're interpreting it as a minimum time that it must be performance for their benefit, right? Right. And, and unfortunately, like I said, that's the ambiguity of it that, that's a little bit yeah. obnoxious. But for, for clients and everybody that's listening today... Once you believe you have that equity, there's a challenge process. And mm -hmm. some of these servicers will let you challenge at 80%. If you've paid for 24 months, you're at 80% or, or better. They'll allow you to challenge it. Typically, there's a fee you need to pay um, and go through the process. But, you know, they look at market appreciation and your amortization, try to figure out if you've got the equity. For Dan, when you're describing somebody in that boat that might look into that, Usually it's because refinancing, either because of the fees involved or the interest rates just not far enough below your current rate, that that's a less desirable option, right? It's like if I get a phone call from somebody that says, I have a 3.5% 30-year fix with MI, if they called me this week, I would say, all right, you're better off not refinancing to try to stay the course and get rid of your mortgage insurance. We have a little, little bit of info to give them about their process of getting it eliminated. 
Yep. So you're, you're good to reel us in and keep it compartmentalized. That's conventional. The rules of engagement for all the other loan programs are all different. We can talk a little bit more about that after the break. So let's go ahead and, and hit one. We'll do a commercial break, and then we'll be back in a few minutes here with more Mortgage Matters. Don't go anywhere. Keep it locked to Mortgage Matters on KVEC News Talk 920 and FM 96.5. The mortgage experts from Central Coast Lending will be back in just a few minutes. Hey, Brian from AM Sun Solar here. Did you know that if you own a home and have an electric bill, you could miss out on the full 30% solar tax credit this year if you don't act fast? The full 30% tax credit lowers after this year, so you're going to miss out on cash and time is running out. Call AM Sun Solar today to see if your home qualifies for the full 30% solar tax credit. Get your free solar consultation before it's too late. We are already filling up our installation schedule to get the tax credit, so call AM Sun Solar today at 805 772-6786 or visit us at amsunsolar.com. AM Sun Solar is located in Paso Robles, so you know you're working with a local company that has the best equipment and a 20% longer workmanship warranty than anyone else in the area. Call us today at 805-772-6786 or visit amsunsolar.com to see if your home qualifies for a solar energy system and the full 30% solar tax credit. That's 805-772-6786. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. As a direct VA lender, we specialize in helping the great servicemen and women of the Central Coast utilize their benefit to purchase and refinance real estate. We thank you for your service and believe it's a distinct honor to serve you. Before you meet with a realtor, step one is to get pre-approved. Just call 543-LOAN, the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 3283. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. We are using low down payment programs and down payment assistance programs to help folks just like you buy their first home. You may not need to save and wait as long as you think. Are you ready to explore home ownership? Before you meet with a realtor, step one is to get pre-approved. Just call 543 Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number. 328-358. In the heart of wine country, in Templeton, home to one of the top school districts, you can own a brand new, beautiful home, not a condo, a home, built by the best, starting for less than $500,000. Introducing Vineyard Creek from Coastal Community Builders, who've been shaping our community for 30 years. Right now, Vineyard Creek, just off Las Tablas Road in Templeton, has plenty of homes to choose from. But with prices starting below $500,000, homes are selling fast. Visit CoastalCommunityBuilders.com today. In these times of economic turmoil, it's hard to know where to turn for financial security. At Blakesley & Blakesley, they've been providing solid financial advice for over 30 years. If you'd like a second opinion on your investments or just a financial tune-up, turn to a proven name you know you can trust, Blakesley & Blakesley. For the service you deserve and the advice you trust, come to Blakesley & Blakesley with offices in San Luis Obispo, Santa Maria, and Paso Robles, member FINRA and SIPC. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. We believe that cell phone apps are great for some things and wrong for others. When it comes to something as significant as a mortgage, use our team of mortgage experts. Leave the apps for ordering pizza, not for buying a home. Use your phone for its original purpose and give us a call today. Just call 543-LOAN. Mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast. Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 328. 
888-558-3358. Welcome back, and thanks for tuning in to Mortgage Matters on KVEC News Talk 920 and FM 96.5. Join in on the conversation at 805-543-8830 or 1-800-549-5832. Now, back to the mortgage experts from Central Coast Lending. guys welcome back um man we are such mortgage geeks that through the whole break we just kept talking about mortgage insurance and um you know i think it's it's because it's something that if you're paying mortgage insurance like i started to say i i have a strong dislike for insurance i know it's great when you need it but oftentimes it feels like money you throw down a hole that never benefits you um Mm -hmm. mortgage insurance feels especially this way it might be on those FHA loans. It can be 500 bucks a month. Sometimes on these conventional loans, it's a few hundred dollars a month. And while that may not feel like a lot of money, um, you know, some of these refis we pitch save you 150 bucks a month. Does that feel like enough to do a loan transaction to you? I mean, it all depends on the break-even point. That's, that's exactly what I think about when deciding to do anything where there's potential savings for me is where do I break even on this? Right. So yeah. And, and what you're, what you're describing is that hitting that balance of, well, there's fees to refi, right? Um, and the, is it the home affordable act or affordable housing act? What was it that became part of the recording fee? Yeah. The affordable housing fee is a, it's a, it's an add-on to the typical recording fee for refinance transactions. Right, because the, the realtors lobbied real well to keep it off of purchase transactions. Right. So this, this was levied to anybody refinancing, right? Mm-hmm. But so consequently, that's driven the recording fee of a refi up to about $425. It can the, be. It can be. but Recording fees are like anywhere from 90 bucks to 150 50, bucks. yeah. And then the, the maximum affordable housing fee is 225 in a transaction. It's $75 per recorded document. So it could be as, as little as one, just your recorded deed of trust. If there are riders that need to be recorded as well, then it can be more. Right. But so anyways, point is like we estimate 425. That's like the, right. the run of the mill estimation for most people. So in addition to that though, we got to do title and escrow. And even if you refinance six months ago, you got to do a new title insurance policy for your new loan. Um, Title, escrow, notary fee, um, those things on a typical transaction are going to land you probably about thirteen to fifteen hundred bucks, depending on loan amount. So now we add that recording fee on there, about two thousand bucks. And then, do we need an appraisal? Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. We'll talk about that later mm-hmm. in the hour. Um, but appraisal might be five hundred bucks, and then you've got your lender fees, right? We do. You know, it's customary that you charge an underwriting fee, you have a dock fee and a funding fee. These are mainly to offset real third-party fees of providing these services. So sometimes you'll even see them itemized out even more. Tax service fee, wire sure. fee, e-re- e-recording <laughs> fee, sure. There's a lot courier of fee. You know, we see all these things. But so 
when you get down to it, if if the total fees in a refi are going to end up at say thirty five hundred bucks, which I'd suggest that feels like about the norm for most transactions, thirty five hundred bucks. Okay, now what do I gain for the refi? Well, the answer is you save three hundred fifty bucks a month. So to your point, I divide the thirty five hundred by the three fifty a ten month break. That's an alley oop. I mean, that's above Ooh, the rim. That is dunk. low hanging fruit. Yeah. That person should absolutely refi. Yeah. And so we, when we look at this, that's really careful consideration, right? Is yes, we want to save you money each month, but what's the cost? Right. And the cost is also not only the dollar cost, but sometimes the cost is if you're talking to me and you're five years in on a mortgage mm-hmm. um i don't Good point we need to discuss this should you go back to 30 there's two um, costs that, yeah you're talking about the the transactional cost of this refinance and when do you break even on that with the monthly savings that's important to know and then how much interest is left on my current mortgage versus how much interest would be due on the new mortgage right and if there's savings there then I would argue it doesn't really matter unless from a personal financial planning standpoint, it doesn't really matter that you're stretching the loan term back out because in the long run, you're going to pay less in interest. You're going to pay well, less. Well, the argument would be at which fraction are you wanting to reduce your balance? Because if you've got a three or four year time frame to move out of that house, you're going to, you're going to reduce it much slower Look in the first five years. Sure. But sure. you just went through that lump and you're like coming out and finally you got your wings and we're clipping them again you and guys putting them are, in a 30-year mortgage. Right. And you guys are both very right about this. Um, your points are both spot on. What I'm saying is, you know, if you, let's say you save 150 bucks a month, you calculate your break-even point to be 36 months, which might even be more normal than 10, right? 10, 10 months break-even is really low-hanging fruit. 24, 36, 48 months, I'd still consider that. Now we have to marry up. Are you going to be in this property longer than that period? Mm-hmm. And I usually counsel my clients that I think you should be in that in that property by double that period, right? If the fees, if you equate the fees kind of to prepaid interest, right? So you're going to pay 3000 bucks, but you're going to save 300 bucks a month. You've essentially prepaid 10 months worth of interest. So I want you to say confident you're going to be in that house for 20 months so that you get yourself on the same footing that the bank is on. Yep. You paid them up front. You earned it back. Now about some time you pay you, right? Mm -hmm. And most of us have a game plan of being in our home for more than two or three or five years. So it's a part of the conversation. Um, Everybody's a little bit different. In, in the end, though, the reason that I'm always really critical, I want to make sure that going out to 30 years is the right move because sometimes, you know, if you're on your current loan, there's only 28 years to go. Two years of no mortgage payments at the very tail end of that at 2000 bucks a month, that's 48 grand. So, and that's just like if I'm self-employed, I'm not going to pay my mortgage for those two years. I might be able to retire in 28 years as opposed to if I stretch my loan back to 30 years so that I can save another 100 bucks due to the amortization on top of my interest savings. I might need to work for two more years, right? You know you're refined in seven years from now. You well, might. See, but here's where I, I might have a slightly different opinion. No one's ever going to th- pay off their mortgage in our generation because we're always just going to refi. I think mm-hmm. that if... Well, that's the trap though, right? If exactly. the savings on the total interest left on... If, if you can save money on the... 
you know, if you have two hundred and fifty thousand dollars of interest left to pay on your twenty-eight years remaining, sure, and you can get a new mortgage where you only have two hundred thousand dollars of total interest over thirty years, you're going to save fifty grand. You're not going to get. Of course, that's you a, are. That's a no-brainer. Now, right. I understand that you're going to be paying a mortgage payment for two extra years, but. Yeah, you're still the principal is the principal. That right. part's not changing. The interest is lower significantly. So the only consideration I would take Cash for that flow. is if you had a retirement event or a you know my kid you know you're in a 15 year and your kids are going to be in college or, right you know something like that. So that's or, what I mean by a financial or planning at, or I look at self-employed people. Most of the time when you're self-employed, sure. you got to tie paying the house off to your ability to retire, right? Yeah. Um, and the reason that I, I think this is such a part of my conversation, look, when I refinanced my house last year, I chose the wacky term of 26 years. I, I didn't have to. Mm-hmm. In fact, if I went to 30, I'd have saved more money stretching it out longer. Per month. Per month, right? right. But in my situation was like, well, I don't want to give up the headway that I made. I don't need the savings. I want the savings. And so tying myself to the slightly shorter term felt like the better thing to do. And, you know, and I, I describe these to my clients, like these, these are just the things to consider, but let's be honest, man, most people in California and specifically here on the central coast, 150 bucks a month, is a lot of money to them and stretching it out over 30 years, maybe to make it 200 bucks a month. Cause you're going longer. Um, that 200 bucks a month just means so much to them. And, you know, I also, I, I will throw this out there. We use some really cool spreadsheets for people. Maybe you do get a new 30 year loan and you don't, maybe you're, maybe you're like me saving 200 bucks a month. Doesn't necessarily move your needle. You want to, and you should, but what if you kept paying the payment that you were making on your old loan, right? That payment was three grand. The new payments, 2,800, get that new interest rate, save that interest. And then add that 200 bucks a month to your principal payment each month. Now, now you're shaving incredible interest Five off the and a back, half years and off. it's not unknown. There are worksheets that show yeah. us work this out. So if you're listening to the show right now and you're thinking, well, I have four and an eighth, which isn't terrible. That's not a terrible loan. Um, by the way, we're refinancing people just like you, uh, saving them a lot of money at 2 a.m. Um, but <laughs> yeah, and on Saturdays and Sundays, but my point is, though, let's maybe look at some of those things. If, if you're not responding and you're not calling in and you're not, you don't have mortgage insurance, you want to just stay on the path that you're on, let's use some of these cool spreadsheets to see how we can to use these low interest rates to accelerate when you pay your house off. You dropped the- You're speaking to my soul now. You keep the same payment. You drop the rate by six tenths of a point hey and you're done paying in five and a half years so if you've owned the house for two years and you go back to the same payment you will pay it off effectively five years before you should have with the same payment yeah and, and nothing has changed you miss one payment right and maybe you pay your property taxes with that miss and what i love about it too is that um i mean i've been doing loans long enough now that i have clients that have been through seasons of life when they come back and man, they've lost a spouse or they lost a job or their kid moved in with them or their grandson needed help with tuition. It's fantastic to be able to drop back to a lower 30-year payment. Yeah, you're you're falling off of your path a little bit, but when life happens, sometimes you need that extra few hundred bucks a month. So yep. those are, those are, 
you know, that's the conversation. This is what it looks like to call and want to talk about a refi about, well, let's, let's pour through it. What's your goals? What, what, what is going to happen in your life in five or 10 years yeah. that you know of? It seems like what I'm seeing a lot of looking at a lot of these applications coming through is about a half a point reduction in rate on a 400 plus, you know, around a $400,000 loan is saving people about 200 225 $250 per month. And that's not and so the mortgage talking, insurance. No, this removed. isn't that's when we're talking about any, any MI. This is just right. principal and interest payment reduction. Yep. And so you're looking at break-even points in the you know, 15 months. 15, Less 12, than 15 months is what I've been hitting consistently. Well, yeah. And you know, consistently, there, there starts yeah. this whole other conversation here about, well... Um, and again, maybe you're like me. You don't need to save the 250 bucks a month, right? You might like to, um, but hey, are you putting 250 a month into your 401k? You putting 250 a month into your kid's college fund? Are you putting 250 a month into any meaningful savings vehicle that that is gonna compound and be great later? Ammo. Yeah, and I'm, if, buying, I'm and, buying ammo. Yeah, and, <laughs> you're not. I know you. You're not. How do um, I load this thing? <laughs> but the point is, though, is that it, these kind of things are like your whole financial picture, and this is what you want to look at, and the things you really want to explore. Um, I had no idea we were going to end up going down this refi rabbit hole today and going into the last break <laughs> I, said I, I wanted to talk about fha and those things um too let's um, talk about that next yeah so here we are we made it to another break and excited to take a minute here to thank the sponsors who if they didn't pay uh you'd have to pay to listen so stick around after this short break for more mortgage matters it's time to pay some bills. Mortgage Matters will be back in just a few seconds. Join in on the conversation at 805-543-8830 or 1-800-549-5832. Hey, Brian from AM Sun Solar here. Did you know that if you own a home and have an electric bill, you could miss out on the full 30% solar tax credit this year if you don't act fast? The full 30% tax credit lowers after this year, so you're going to miss out on cash and time is running out. Call AM Sun Solar today to see if your home qualifies for the full 30% solar tax credit. Get your free solar consultation before it's too late. We are already filling up our installation schedule to get the tax credit, so call AM Sun Solar today at 805-772-6786 or visit us at amsunsolar.com. AM Sun Solar is located in Paso Robles, so you know you're working with a local company that has the best equipment and a 20% longer workmanship warranty than anyone else in the area. Call us today at 805-772-6786 or visit amsunsolar.com to see if your home qualifies for a solar energy system and the full 30% solar tax credit. That's 805-772-6786. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. As a direct VA lender, we specialize in helping the great servicemen and women of the Central Coast utilize their benefit to purchase and refinance real estate. We thank you for your service and believe it's a distinct honor to serve you. Before you meet with a realtor, step one is to get pre-approved. Just call 543 low the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast, Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 328 358. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. We are using low down payment programs and down payment assistance programs to help folks just like you buy their first home. You may not need to save and wait as long as you think. Are you ready to explore home ownership? Before you meet with a realtor, step one is to get pre-approved. Just call 543 low with the mortgage experts on the 
Central Coast. Central Coast. Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 328358. In the heart of wine country, in Templeton, home to one of the top school districts, you can own a brand new, beautiful home, not a condo, a home, built by the best, starting for less than $500,000. Introducing Vineyard Creek from Coastal Community Builders, who've been shaping our community for 30 years. Right now, Vineyard Creek, just off Las Tablas Road in Templeton, has plenty of homes to choose from. But with prices starting below $500,000, homes are selling fast. Visit CoastalCommunityBuilders.com today. In these times of economic turmoil, it's hard to know where to turn for financial security. At Blakesley & Blakesley, they've been providing solid financial advice for over 30 years. If you'd like a second opinion on your investments or just a financial tune-up, turn to a proven name you know you can trust. Blakesley & Blakesley. For the service you deserve and the advice you trust, come to Blakesley & Blakesley with offices in San Luis Obispo, Santa Maria, and Paso Robles. Member FINRA and SIPC. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. We believe that cell phone apps are great for some things and wrong for others. When it comes to something as significant as a mortgage, use our team of mortgage experts. Leave the apps for ordering pizza, not for buying a home. Use your phone for its original purpose and give us a call today. Just call 543 low the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast, Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 328. You're listening to Mortgage Matters on KVEC News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 with your host, the mortgage experts from Central Coast Lending. Join in on the conversation at 805-543-8830 or 1-800-549-5832. Now, back to the show. Watching the sun bake All of those tourists covered with oil Strumming my six string On my front porch swing Alright everybody, welcome back Um... All right, so we've been talking MI, and I threatened to want to talk about the FHA thing. And let me tell you. We're not just talking MI. We're talking refinances. Yeah, refi. Refi, refinance, refis, whatever you want to call them. Refi? (laughs) Um, Yeah, so so here's the interesting thing about FHA that I think also very few people know. I mean, I know you guys know. If if it were, look, if this were Mortgage Jeopardy right now, I got to say, I'm, I'm going to beat you guys. Depends the category. Depends the category. Mm, it's pretty vast. Uh, Dealing with real estate agents? I'm pretty good at that, too. Um, but, you know, lots of, lots of information. Secondary, uh, secondary I'd go, market. I go against you. Secondary good. market. I go You'd against good. you. You'd be good. <laughs> It'd be like the computer against Ken Jennings. Ken Jennings know? and what James Holzhauer. I'm probably the computer, though, Dan. I just want you to know. <laughs> Um, if you bought a home using an FHA loan in the last three years, um, there is a refund due to you of the upfront mortgage insurance premium that, that was financed into your loan amount. And it diminishes starting like immediately it diminishes, but, um, at three years it's exhausted. You get nothing back. 
The upfront mortgage insurance premium is 1.75% of your loan amount. So if you bought a $500,000 house, mm-hmm. you're talking, this is like almost $8,000. bucks or something like that, yeah. Yeah, so if if you can get in here to refi by month 12, you know, which is very realistic, a little bit of market appreciation, you've paid down a little bit, interest rates are working in your favor to just pure dumb luck, no help of you, uh, these interest rates are lower than they were 12 months ago. Seven so, months ago. So we line you up, right? Get you into a conventional loan. Maybe you only have 10% equity now. You might only have 7% equity, whatever. We're going to get you in a conventional loan. Going to lower your mortgage insurance right out of the gate. Also, you have a mortgage insurance that's now um, going to terminate uh, when, like we talked in the first segment, when you have that equity, that mortgage insurance is going to terminate. Ah, oh, it's a beautiful thing, right? We got you on a better path. And then just almost dollars from heaven, you're going to get this upfront mortgage insurance premium refund. Um, and you know, it, it might end up only being 50 cents on the dollar or something. But like I said, that, that premium is, it's, it's going it's down each, over that three year period and then it's gone. So if you right. refi in month 37, you get none of it back. And so for me and my clients, if you're in an FHA loan, uh, we're watching this closely and, Again, the the way out of it is when the economy really cooperates. Because if interest rates were up right now at four and a half or five percent, you wouldn't refi out of it, right? You'd be stuck because you have a lower FHA rate, even with the bigger MI rate that's life of loan, you're just stuck. And that feels gross. Um, there was a period of time where people were coming back saying, Hey, I have this FHA loan and I know it's life of loan in mine. I want out and we add up. Okay. Well, you're at three and three eights plus the 0.85. So you're like a 4.2 and today's conventional interest rates, 4.25. So boo for you. You got to stay doing what you're doing. That stinks. Right. Um, just However, there's still a net tangible benefit to that calculation. There is, but day it doesn't. one, you're not like excited. But it's, it's not day like 96 when your other mortgage insurance falls off. Yeah, month 96. Month 96. So then there's not an immediate cash flow change. So again, I'm just going to stress this here: is that just by total dumb luck, the economy right. and these interest rates have us in a place where that rate is lower than it was 12 months ago, or 24 months ago, or 36 months ago. So it's go time. It also seems like the spread between an FHA interest rate and a conventional interest rate has narrowed. Has narrowed yeah. quite a bit. It seems like, you know, a half to three quarters of a point difference instead of in the a short run it or, certainly has. Yeah. I'm seeing FHA like three and an eighth, three and a quarter um, on a purchase transaction with three and a half percent down. I'm doing a lot of refis at three point six two five if the loan amount's under five ten in this county. Mm-hmm. But computer, I have a challenge for you. So <laughs> is it true that you can get those pennies from heaven if you don't refinance into another FHA loan? They don't cut you a check. It can only go from FHA to FHA modification. You can't receive a check on a conventional loan. Believe me, I've tried. I, it's been years since I've been a part of doing This was one. about three and a half years ago. Do you guys remember those commercials about the, and it was like when I was a kid, I lived in LA and they, so that you'd see these on telephone poles, call us for help getting your HUD re- refund. And mm. that, so 
Not my there telephone was, yeah, I haven't seen that telephone pole. Well, maybe you guys just didn't live in the hood or you weren't paying close enough attention. I was but, probably so not these, as tall as you were. These companies sprung up that would just, you would come to them and for a processing fee, yeah. they would pursue your refund. When you're doing FHA to FHA, Streamline, yeah. the case number transfers an MIP refund right into your payoff. Right. When you're not, there's a refund sitting out there for you that you okay. need to go track down apply for follow up with and and essentially it's a job that for you still to has a game paid. clock and will expire at the that's same right. time yeah that's right so um anyhow there if you're listening to the show today and you have an fha loan you need to call 543 loan and get fixed up you're you're this is the this is it for you. This is the perfect opportunity, um, at and least to check in on it and make sure you have the proper game plan. Sure. Yeah. And so, yeah, first thing we're going to do is try to put you into that conventional. But even if for, you know, maybe a credit reason or other reason, you still have to remain in an, in an, in an FHA loan, they offer the streamlined refinance, which yeah. is... You know, there's no income documentation, no asset documentation, yep. no appraisal. That's right. It's just if we can save you money, then it's you you get the loan. We pull credit and you would do new title report and you you get the loan. That's right. Um, VA has a very similar thing. It's called the EARL, the interest rate reduction refinance loan. Um, EARL. So, so if you're in a VA loan, it's a streamlined loan process, meaning minimal documentation, no appraisal. You just get the lower rate, the lower payment. Easy right. peasy. Yeah, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Now they're calling it on TV the New Day loan. It's the uh, same thing. From New Day USA. <laughs> yeah. New Day. I looked it up. I like paused the TV and read the disclaimers. I'm like, oh, this is the Earl. Sure enough, it was. On my Facebook this week, I saw an ad from, uh, I think it was Quicken. They had two plates of pancakes. Oh, I saw that. I didn't get it. The plate on the left of pancakes had a had syrup. square of butter and syrup, and the plate on the right of pancakes had no syrup. So you got to get the 15-year plate of pancakes with the syrup. You know what's so funny, it's too? It's just saying 15 years better than 30, but it's not for... Are you guys... I know you're more <laughs> You take more that money active. that you saved on the syrup, and you throw it at your 30-year loan, like we talked about earlier, <laughs> pay that sucker off in 17 years. Man, I'm syrup's not, expensive, too. Have you, I'm not to, eating a pancake. I buy it like once syrup. a year, because I buy the big jug. Some, some <laughs> I get it from Canada. <laughs> it comes right from Canada. Your brother sends it <laughs> yeah. to you. This Love is you, from eh? the family maple. <laughs> I thought about you, so I got you some syrup, eh? Um, <laughs> Love you, Eric. You guys, Dan, I, I feel like I know you both a little bit. Um, Dan's a Facebook stalker. He's on Facebook, rarely interacting with anyone, just keeping track of everyone. Uh, I'm barely even doing that. Okay. He's like ADP. Mike's on Facebook. For I get like, my Facebook news from my wife who tells me what she saw on Facebook. So you have a Facebook assistant. <laughs> Dan's, yeah. Wow. Mike's using the Facebook for like deliberate business um, I exposure. I use some stuff for personal. Um, I am using the Facebook to keep up with social trends. And one of my favorite places to look at the Facebook is the comments, like under that Quicken ad. You ever click them and read the comments? The comments usually better than the content. The guy right? that's at his table with the NASCAR jacket. Oh, so like the pancake oh, ones, the pancake for example. Ad. 15 okay. and 30 years of the pancakes, a little bit confusing. So then there's the comments, right? Face, uh, Quicken has paid Facebook for this spot. And then people see it and you can just comment on it. 
And the comments are absolutely horrific. These people are so angry. Like, they see Quicken and they just are firing off with, you know, worst, blah, blah, blah. Destroyed my, my life. life. Yeah, and it's like, geez, you're, you're really in a tight spot right there. Um, and it just blows my mind. I mean, I guess it goes back to the old marketing adage that there's no such thing as bad publicity. I guess. But we're it, talking commas, but many you know, commas in that marketing budget. What you can't replace is a good reputation. And I think the reputation in our industry with respect to Quicken and other online loan lenders is that they might have all the bells and whistles, all the technology, the great marketing, great marketing, but they're notorious for stringing people along and then leaving them hanging at the end of a transaction. You know what, Dan? Um, I'll tell you this. This is how I tell my clients, okay? Picture this warehouse that's like in an airplane hangar, okay? It's this big, huge building. And there's a conveyor belt running all the way down the middle. And the conveyor belt's being loaded by phone calls that are generated from online Super Bowl ad or whatever. Click here, hit the easy button, launch the rocket, whatever it is that got you to call. And so, boop, you fall in on the belt and you're cruising. The funding of your loan is at the end of of the conveyor belt. And if you have, I mean, man, God forbid you're doing this on a purchase transaction, okay? But let's just say you have um, perfect credit and you have perfect income that hits all of the two years and it's all salary no bonus, no commission, no maternity leave, no um, paid time off, no nothing discretionary about your paycheck whatsoever. <laughs> Ooh, second job. So anyhow, um, then with your house, right? So anyways, you start down the conveyor belt. And what they do, because their model is just heavy, heavy, big volume. They know how many they're getting across the finish line. That's what sets the marketing budget, right? Is it one out of 10? I don't know. We don't work like that. I have no idea. But something just comes and just knocks you off. And when they knock you off and you're, boom, you're off the side now in the big warehouse, like, help, they, they didn't like my, um, my bonus or they don't like the stock option I have. They don't like the unpermitted sunroom that's on the back of my house. They don't like this collection I got from Verizon two years ago or whatever it is that knocks you off. Um, there's, there's like very little help for you. There isn't like a pro, there's no expert that is going to get you back on and get you through it, right? And so... Well, and their reputation is almost that they just, the the term the kids are using, ghost you. They just, they just stop communicating with you. Why would they? We don't run the ad anymore, but we, we wrote this commercial years back that said, um, I see you at our kids' little league game and I run into you at the grocery store Um those are true things. We see our clients everywhere and right here in town. And when we see each other, I have to be able to look you in the eye. I mean, I've been in business here now um, for 12 years. Is that right? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of transactions have been done. And, you know, I don't have a whatever that is it JB doer that says how your client satisfaction is or whatever. Like we don't know what those things are because we just don't, but we've won back to back years. Yeah. From the tribune. But like a lot of the clients and this is true like this week, you know, I'm one of the transactions I put together this week was a friend of ours that just good people, right? 
he works um, for the county and she works for a school and they're just hard workers, right? They ain't making 200 grand a year. They have student loans and bills and um, things that have kind of been limitations to them. And um, four years ago, they said, oh, I really want to buy a house. And I was like, man, that is, and I knew they, these are close friends of ours, right? So I knew they had some credit card debt. They had some credit issues. Life was just difficult, right? It's hard to make it today. Let's just be honest. When you're young and trying to get it all together, it's hard. So they, they came to me, we worked hard and it was not an easy transaction. We got them a house in a part of South Atascadero that's pretty desirable. They did an FHA loan with three and a half percent down. And I think originally they started out with like a four and five eighths or something with the big mortgage insurance, right? Mm -hmm. And we got lucky. The economy helped us out when we went in there about a year later, we did a refi for them that got them down to some conventional mortgage insurance. Their MI fell you know, by about 250 bucks a month. And then they were saving about $100 a month in interest. This is a meaningful amount of money to this family. 350 bucks a month was a lot. Um, all the while, though, what I saw was a little bit freaky is that some of the credit card stuff had grown, right? They were struggling. We did a refi for them a year later where they had enough equity to get out of their mortgage insurance and save a little bit more per month. Last year, I did a refi form where we cashed out like $40,000 and they paid off 100% of their consumer debt. I called them this week. They're at an 80% loan to value, again, because of market appreciation. And when I ran their credit this time, they have a 790 credit score. They don't have a penny of debt. They are getting a new lower rate with you know an interest rate and APR in the mid threes. And... Um, I look at this, I'm like, this is probably the last loan you guys ever have to do. And this was a, this is a, such a success story of, again, the economy helping, right? Um, but just walking through those steps and now being in a position where we look at it and go, dang, game changer. Homeowners, debt-free, and now a three-whatever interest rate. Yeah, and a house in Santa Margarita with a total house payment of $2,000 a month. You That's can't awesome. rent there for that. And here's the problem is that is such, you know, even saving a few hundred bucks a month is such a meaningful thing for this family that if if they were on that conveyor belt and got knocked off and the interest rate market had moved a little bit, that opportunity is no longer there. They'd still be in debt renting and paying probably $3,000 a month in rent and really struggling. Conceivably. So, um, it, it, I look at those and like, those are the days where when I got to make that phone call yesterday and put that thing together, by the way, we rung it up and got an appraisal waiver. So the transaction is cheap and the savings is plentiful and they're going to get to skip a month's worth of mortgage payment, line that whole thing up. I mean, those are the days where I'm like, man, I, I love what I do. And just really changing lives, you know. Um, all right, guys, it's time for us to head to the top of the hour break. We got about a five minute break here and then we have a whole nother hour of Mortgage Matters and we hope that you will join us for hour two.